And with that, the Prime Minister's top advisor is no longer employed at 10 Downing Street. Yes, I thought it might happen. I hinted at it in the podcast yesterday, uh, or the day before now. Um, But Dominic Cummings has left number 10 for the final time after heated internal battles over his role as the Prime Minister's chief advisor, or now, um, well, former chief advisor. Um, He's not sacked yet, uh, but he uh, will be moving on, it would appear, in about the middle of December. So, what does this mean? What's actually happened? What's happening next? All that and more in episode 42 of the Big Picture section of the Poldex Unbox podcast. Yes, hello and welcome back to the Poldex Unbox podcast. My name is Reese, and it's an interesting episode today because, um, well, it's it's been one I didn't think was going to happen for at least a month or so. Um, but the Prime Minister's Chief Advisor, Dominic Cummings, has left Downing Street for what appears to be the final time. Um, at the moment, he's continuing to work from home on key issues until about the middle of December, which is when he was expecting to leave his role anyway. However, this swift ejection of the former... well, of the, the Prime Minister's closest advisor, really from the centre of power, has come at somewhat of an advanced and rapidly accelerated rate in recent days. Um, The Prime Minister said he wants to clear the air and move on, hence uh, why Mr Cummings will no longer be based at number 10, um, where he had been really embroiled in long-running tensions between different factions. Um, it's been coming for a while, this conflict at the top table of the Conservative Party uh, and the government, but once the, the touch paper was lit, it didn't take much for it to all go up in flames very, very swiftly for the Cummings side. Um, over a matter of days, uh, Lee Kane, the former communications director for the Prime Minister, having been offered a position as Chief of Staff, then retracted. Um, He resigned after that role was essentially, um, in no uncertain terms, uh, taken away from him by others in Number 10, including Carrie Simmons, or Simons, uh, the Prime Minister's fiancée. His departure has precipitated this early exit from his ally, close ally, um, Dominic Cummins. Now, he had originally said that rumours of any threat to resign are invented. That's Dominic Cummings saying that. He said his position hasn't changed since uh, he said that he wanted to make himself largely redundant by the end of 2020. Um, It is unclear whether Dominic Cummings... um, has much influence left at number 10, but he will still uh, be an official employee until at least the middle of December. Um, This is a big change. Um, 
This is expected to be the start of a, a wide-ranging shake-up in number 10, according to the BBC. Uh, Lord Lister, who was Deputy Mayor of London when Boris Johnson was the mayor, has been named as the Interim Chief of Staff. Um, and this does appear to be a sea change from the, the vote-leave quorum who were holding court in um, in number 10. And really sort of getting the backs up of some... Well, of some Conservative backbenchers. Um, former Cabinet Minister Theresa Villiers disliked both Cummings and Kane, apparently, um, saying they they didn't think they were helpful. Um, the pair were dismissive of backbenchers and sometimes ministers and secretaries of state. Um, she thinks it's important that whoever takes over has a different approach. Uh, Sir Bernard Jenkin, a former chairman of the Conservative Party, um, certainly Vice Chair, uh, said it was time to restore respect, integrity and trust between Number 10 and MPs. Um, this is something that a lot of MPs have been waiting for for quite a while. Sajid Javid, the former Chancellor of the Exchequer, will certainly be very pleased about it. It was, after all, Mr Cummins's actions that caused the resignation of Mr Javid. Um, a while ago, when there were talks of amalgamations of different um, different staffs and department um, advisors and the like, uh, but um, in terms of in their respective jobs, it looks like uh, Sajid Javid, at least as a member of Parliament, is going to be outliving Dominic Cummings's career as aide to the Prime Minister. Um, Cummings has, of course, been hitting the headlines a bit more in the past year or so. He became the first special advisor to hold a, a news conference at Downing Street um, after he went on a, um, shall we say, an ill-advised, to put it kindly, trip to um, Barnard Castle in uh, in Durham um, at a time where non-essential travel was banned at the height of the coronavirus lockdown and when... Um, both he and his wife were developing symptoms of coronavirus. Uh, yeah, there's a whole there's a whole podcast on that, so I won't uh, reopen old wounds. But it's safe to say that some of those old wounds have been stinging into Dominic Cummings, and they will have made it all the easier for the Prime Minister to cast him aside from his inner circle. A figure who, at, the, at least at the time of that... Um, trip to Barnard Castle, the Tory party closed ranks around and rather defended, apart from a few um, a few individuals of, of not too high ministerial status. But that influence, that um, acumen, whatever you think about um, Dominic Cummings as a person, he has been behind... Um, Quite a lot of of success in terms of electoral politics. Uh, he ran the vote leave campaign for the um, EU referendum and was behind that um, take back control slogan. Um, he worked for Education Secretary Michael Gove uh, when he was in- instituting those reforms, which have been rolled out. Um, they are now policy, whether or not you believe they're the right policy. Again. Um, a different 
um, plan entirely and was very much part of Boris Johnson's team which guided the Prime Minister to his sweeping electoral victory back in December of last year. We're coming up on on a year now of that election. Uh, It feels... Sometimes it feels like it was yesterday, sometimes it feels like it um, it was much, much longer ago. Um, now, here we see the, the Labour Party response saying the uh, Prime Minister could rearrange the deck chairs all he wants, but the responsibility for this government's incompetence still lies firmly at Boris Johnson's door. Um... Although, for a while now, we've we've thought that the person that held the keys to Boris Johnson's door is the man who is now uh, walking out of that uh, famous black door of number 10, um, pictured rather sort of forlorn-looking. Uh, I'm not sure if forlorn's the right word, but rather downcast, and just a, just a coat, shirt, and trousers, and um, carrying a sort of cardboard box full of, full of his stuff. Um, a rather ignominious exit from Downing Street, um, and not one of the the real highlights of his career. Maybe not positive highlights, but the things that really um, hit the headlines. Uh, we've talked about Barnard Castle, that 260-mile drive. Um, it was... Yes, it, it was quite quite a spectacle um the the brexit bus another one of his big highlights um it was influential in the election campaign you can't really th- uh, not the election campaign the referendum campaign you can't really think about the referendum without thinking about that take back control slogan and that brexit bus um like it or not cummings did his job in that campaign and he did it um he did it. He did it very well. He he won the argument for the uh, the Leave campaign. Um, he's he's never been one to take insults lying down or um, well anywhere really. He's always been one more um, more akin to uh, dishing out these snappy slogans and um, a variety of. Various colours of of insult, um, and he's leaving frontline politics perhaps by the end of the year. Uh, although was he ever really frontline? I suppose as a as an advisor to the prime minister, you would say he he was. Um, some of his his best insults ever came through his personal blog. So perhaps we have more of that to look forward to than we thought from Dominic Cummins. Um, he was sort of behind this big um, campaign to shake up the the civil service, and he he ran some of that through his blog. Uh, he put out a call in in January of 2020 to to call for sort of weirdos and misfits with odd skills. Um, now, yeah, uh, it was an interesting, an interesting. Um, ad campaign um, and perhaps it works perhaps this this shake up of of the civil service was required um, 
it didn't help the uh, the civil servants union. Uh, they said staff are recruited on merit, and because of what you can do, not what you believe. So I guess if the the wheels of government were ever to be oiled to to drive in the same direction as Dominic Cummings was to steer, this was not quite the way to uh, to start off. If I can um, mix my metaphors just a little bit more. Um, He's definitely uh, not been, um, well, uh, a, a close friend to some of the, the civil servants. Um, he uh, apparently got into a, a heated confrontation with a civil servant, uh, which involved, um, well, allegedly, um, well, yeah, allegedly some sort of physical element to it, uh, where one of Sajid Javid, the then Chancellor's um, aides, was uh, ended up being escorted out of Downing Street by police. Um, it was uh, it was quite quite something. And then another one of his uh, his big well his his big uh, his big plans was to change the. Um, Changed the way Downing Street was laid out. Apparently, I, I can't quite remember the uh, the specifics, uh, but these plans may well have to be shelved unless we are in for a very busy month of politics in a time before Dominic Cummings is uh, to leave his post fully. Um, this is potentially a step along the line to the Conservative Party removing Boris Johnson. There was always sort of an air of uh, full guy around many figures surrounding the Prime Minister. Now uh, we can see elements of it in Matt Hancock. Uh, he's sort of being lined up to take a massive hit for the coronavirus pandemic. Um, Gavin Williamson has had opportunities to fall before and is probably being saved around to fall uh, later. But Dominic Cummings was just one more barrier of defence between the Prime Minister and his actions, and indeed between the Prime Minister and the Conservative Party. Uh, the backbenchers are riled. Uh, there is a lot of, of disquiet, uh, and they hope that this move will um, be the start of them regaining their Prime Minister. Uh, I do not know if it is, uh, in fact, uh, a timely enough move for the Prime Minister to save his own skin. I don't. I don't think we will see the prime minister going as as, as swiftly as we've seen Dominic Cummings, but I think even with uh, his chief advisor out of the way, um, the prime minister's political capital is nearly as spent as Dominic Cummings is, and the Conservative Party recognised it in the latter. Maybe they will now start to recognise it in the former. Um, it is going to be. A different Downing Street without the um, perpetually underdressed Dominic Cummings. But um, who knows how Downing Street will actually be functioning without the Prime Minister's top aide for... Um, well, he won't be in Downing Street as an office again. And after the middle of December, he probably will have little to no work to do in the government because he will no longer be and advise the Prime Minister if um, all of these announcements are true. Uh, 
we'll have to keep an eye out and see what happens next. Anyway, uh, that is all the time we have for today on the Politics Unbox podcast, so I want to thank you very much for listening. I hope to see you all around again soon for the next episode, and until then, goodbye. Thank you.